Hi there, and thanks for tuning in to the Four-Eyed Radio Network. You're about to listen to another proud presentation brought to you by Revenge Lover Designs. Stand out from the crowd. For more information, visit revengelover.com and mention the podcast for 10% off of your order. Today on Ranger Command Power Hour. So, AP, if you don't mind me asking, what does AP stand for? That is a secret. Oh, man. Oh, my God. Okay, that's the, never that's mind. the secret. That's the secret. Is that, secret is that the secret? Yes. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and now on Ranger Command Power Hour. Ay, 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 ay! It's the Ranger Command Power Hour! Today on the Power Hour, episode 125, Ranger Command Interview, Enway, Power Rangers Legacy Wars. Record on September 17th, 2018. Welcome to the Ranger Command Power Hour on the Four-Eyed Radio Network. It's time to Ranger Up with your hosts. I'm Eric, also known as TrekkieB47. And I'm AP, also known as Secret Ranger Fan. Today we are interviewing Chris Peralta, Community Development and Social Media Strategist for Enway. Enway is a developer and publisher of free-to-play mobile multiplayer games. They were founded in 2011 by gaming and startup veterans who want to bring fun console-quality multiplayer games to mobile platforms. They are creators of Power Rangers Legacy Wars. So welcome to Ranger Command Power Hour, Chris. Hey, what's going on, guys? This is great. This is exciting. I don't know what to expect, but I'm here for the ride. Let's do this. All right. right. Awesome. Is this your first podcast? (laughs) You know what? It's funny you mentioned that second, actually. The first time around was at Paramorphicon, actually. Oh, there you Uh, go. Oh. Yeah. It was the guys over at... um, Oh. Yeah. So those guys invited me for the very first time, and we talked about the N-Way sponsorship as part of that hashtag show, Angel Grove Prom. We were part of the sponsorship there really excited and happy to talk a little bit about that so basically what we did was that we hooked them up with a bunch of swag and they hooked up their audience or at least the power ranger community with this swag bag there's like a whole bunch of stuff t-shirts codes and whatnot stickers etc so all this power ranger stuff and they said that hey what would be like if anyway would be able to hook up power ranger fans that's going to be attending the angel grove prom so we did that we thought it was a great idea to reach out to those folks and especially to people that potentially didn't even know that we existed oh sure yeah it was awesome how was paramorphicon for you guys so Morphicon, surprisingly enough, Morphicon was the first time for Enway. To give everybody a background a little bit about the company, Enway's been out there for a while, but it just so happened that when we started with Power Rangers as a whole, it was the idea behind the Power Rangers movie. If you guys remember when the yep. movie released mm-hmm. uh, not too long ago, last March 2017, yep. end of March 2017, we worked closely with Lionsgate. And the idea behind that, first of all, was, hey, let's make a game based off the movie. And we were like, hey, you know what? That's a great idea. But we took it a step further and said, hey, Mm -hmm. why not make a game not just based off the movie, but the entire 25 years of Power Rangers? How crazy would that be? Mm. And here we are. (laughs) And here we are. Fast forward a year and a half from now. Here we are. But what did Power Morphicon mean to us? For us, it was so close to San Diego Comic-Con. So the turnaround time between what we did during San Diego Comic-Con and for those folks that may have missed what we did during San Diego Comic-Con, we worked closely with Lionsgate and a bunch of partners like G Fuel and Razor Mm -hmm. to team up and have this tremendous crazy booth that featured nothing but Power Rangers Legacy Wars. And in the booth, we demoed the game for folks that obviously didn't know who we were. We gave away tons of different prizes, different characters each day that were unlockable 
for folks that didn't have those characters or if by chance you did have the characters already, mm -hmm. you would add additional shards to your existing account. So all in all, huge win for the fans and huge win for us, honestly, because it was a way for us to showcase our game even further, mm -hmm. especially to that audience. So we did that. And then a couple weeks after that, you know, we talked with Hasbro. And at the time, if you remember, yep. it was interesting because Saban was going through a transition between Saban and Hasbro. Mm hmm right so we still work with the same contacts but in a sense we're like hey now that we're working with a bunch of other new folks from the hasbro side we wanted to try to expedite the process and then what mm -hmm. we meant by that is like okay so well, so who are you going to be working with how is our approval process going to be looking like and what does that all entail what does that all mean in the future so what we did was that well listen anyway we're going to have a presence at Power Morphicon. So we're like, okay, cool. And we talked to a couple of interesting guys. Some of you guys may be aware of the name Jason Bischoff, aka Shadow Piper yes. from Twitter. For those of mm -hmm. you guys who don't know who this guy is, you better know who he is. <laughs> um, he's, he's kind of a big deal within the community. And, the, and with the Power Rangers as, as a whole, he does an amazing job. Mm -hmm. uh, I can't help but stress yep. this guy is, is such a big influence with the Power Rangers community as a whole. And when we had discussions with Jason himself and talked mainly also with Hand in Hand with the Hasbro marketing team, they gave us a sense of an idea of, okay, well, Chris, so we're going to be there. We're going to have a booth. Do you want to join us in some capacity? And we were mm -hmm. thinking, it was like, oh God, are you guys crazy? It's like, we just finished, <laughs> we just finished San Diego Comic-Con, right? And the turnaround time was less than almost a month, if not less. Oh, wow. So we're like, let us think about it. We'll get back to you, <laughs> right? So we kept pushing it. We pushed it, pushed it. So we said, okay, let's talk at Morphicon. Let's see what that means. We did a little bit, which is great. So we got in a sense an idea of like, okay, how can we get involved? with Morphicon. So long story short, what we ended up doing was that, hey, there's going to be this thing called the Power Hour panel that's going to be hosted by Jason Bischoff himself, and we'll be covering toys, collectibles, and gaming. So I was like, oh, does it make sense that we get into that panel? We were thinking about it. I was like, all right, cool. Yeah, let's do it. Great. Now the other question was, what the hell are we going to talk about? Right. <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean, you're going to a panel, you're going to think about it. It's like, all right, so we're going to panel, big deal. What are we going to talk about? <laughs> so I come back to my internal team here, and we discussed it in depth. And what we decided on was this amazing teaser of Rangers that people, or at least Power Ranger fans as a whole, would be excited about for us to add in our game. Mm -hmm. So we went back to the drawing board. We talked back to our Hasbro guys and we said, hey, listen, we have this crazy idea. Five different Rangers. What do you think? It's like, well, we had the 25th anniversary happening. This character would make sense, a.k.a. Antonio Garcia, right? Yes. So Gold Samurai, yes. so we did that. And then we talked about, well, what's big in the Boom Comics universe? And we're all like, oh, man, that's not even a question. <laughs> what are, wh why are we even talking about this? It's none other than your Ranger Slayer, mm -hmm. right? So we did that. And then we talked about, okay, so what's a character that's kind of unique and didn't get a lot of love overseas, but for some reason did well here in the U.S.? That's Titanium Ranger. All oh, right, yeah. Lightspeed Titanium, let's do it, right? So we did that. 
And then we got even more creative. We said, hey, what is something that would surprise everyone mm-hmm. that the entire community has been waiting for for a, the longest time? Well, Shadow Ranger is kind of a big deal. So we were <laughs> like, okay, let's add Doggy Kruger into the mix and make it oh, yeah. more interesting. And then last but not least, what? is a character or at least a personality that Mm. we felt that nobody would ever guess but for some reason would be extremely popular with the pr audience already so we're like okay well we'll look at different series we looked at the hyper force series i was like okay Mm -hmm. so who is it gonna be who would it be and why we're like well we could choose marv but we already added ninja steel blue hey Mm -hmm. no offense peter if you're going to listen to this podcast, <laughs> we, love, we love you. We love you. All right. <laughs> and then we talked about, like, well, there is this one guy who we did add into this series and he's finally becoming a ranger of his own. Wait a minute. Paul Schreier. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do yeah. it. So that was the whole idea behind that teaser, that asset that was created by our lovely design team here. Shout outs to them. For those of them who will be listening to this podcast, I got to give credit to where credit is deserved because without these guys, we wouldn't be able to have these characters in our game. So that was the idea with that. That announcement, because I I was there at the show and Mm -hmm. I mean, that whole presentation was pretty slick. And then bringing Pauly on stage to have him finally be recognized through Hyperforce, him becoming a Power Ranger, and then putting into this game that's huge for legacy wars because not only do you cover the tv show the movie the comics but now you're including more of that ancillary type of gaming with hyperforce and i just thought it was a really good mix of characters oh yeah it was so stressful i kid you not like how would we do it mm-hmm. which characters should we pick and why Right. Mm-hmm. And when we came about this process, a lot of back and forth discussion with the team at Hasbro. And then finally, we were like, you know what? This roster makes sense. Mm-hmm. It makes absolute sense because it covers kind of like what you mentioned, everything, right? Yeah. You got the series, mm-hmm. you got the comics, you've got the D&D of Power Rangers, and you just cover SPD, which is fairly popular, right, yeah. as a series. I mean, like, we covered everything. It was great. Yeah, and it's awesome that also Titanium Rangers in the mix because, well, AP, you're a huge Lightspeed fan. Yeah. We all are on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and to finally have, like, the first American-made Ranger to be the first representation for Lightspeed in the game. That's just awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We were super excited about that. And we read up on this. It was like, really? Is he the first American Ranger? And I was like, wow, I guess you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Looking at the franchise Bible, I was like, is that right? Yeah, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> so that was the whole process behind Morphicon. For us, it was, a, like I said, first time. And we were up there, we, you know, being able to talk with fans, seeing how people reacted and the number of people that raised their hands. How many here place Power Ranger Legacy Wars? It was amazing. It was a humbling experience. And for me and my team, Jesse as well, that was there with our product lead. For us to be able to see that live physically in a crazy room filled of hardcore Power Ranger fans, it was enlightening. It was something that we felt that we would never be able to experience, but other than Morphicon alone, which made it much more special. So shout outs to the team at Hasbro for being able to set that up. And for everyone that attended it live, Morphicon as a whole, was a great experience and my hope 
is that we continue doing this. And mm-hmm. I feel very positive with this in the future after what we just experienced there. So a lot of good stuff, super positive sentiment and hoping to continue working in some sort of capacity with Hasbro in the future. Yeah, that's awesome. We have talked to Jason before on the podcast, and he's a good friend of the podcast and the show. So, yeah, yeah, he's doing some hardcore work, and that's great that there's such a a synergy between Saban Brands, Hasbro, and Enway. Oh, yeah, yeah. The relationship has been on a crazy natural high since the time that we launched the game last year. A lot of the influence that we do on a product development standpoint goes hand in hand. You know, the idea that say, hey, we should add so-and-so at mm-hmm. this date, at this time, because it's what made sense. Right. And interestingly enough, a lot of people are like, we did get questions, and I'll give you an example here. When we released Cat Manx for the yes. first time, and it was the first character that introduced the SPD series into Power Ranger Legacy Wars. And a lot of people ask us, why Cat Manx? Why not Shadow Ranger? Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was my question at first, but then I'm like, it's Cat Minx. She never got her own merchandise. She never got anything. And yeah. she was such a great character. Yeah. And for folks to be able to recognize that, it's like, hey, you know, it's interesting. It's very random. But mm-hmm. when you fast forward it a few months after that, and you, you see that now that we've had Shadow Ranger at this time, Mm -hmm. now you have to think of it as a user is like okay i think i kind of understand why anyway hasbro waited yeah Mm -hmm. right so when we do things here i want to tell the listeners here when we release stuff here we always release it for a reason it's timing Mm -hmm. timing Mm -hmm. and putting it into whether it's an event or if it's 25th anniversary we want to make sure that it makes sense. And interestingly enough, and for some people that will never understand that process, it's like sure. you know, when you have an event like San Diego Comic-Con, New York Comic-Con, Power Morphicon, or all the cons in the world, that what have you. If there is a reason or if there is an opportunity for Enway mm-hmm. to take advantage of an event that is that great of a presence for Power Rangers, then there's a big chance that we will be there and mm-hmm. we will be supporting it in some sort of capacity. What capacity does that mean? I don't know. You know, it, it depends on either a character announcement, an update for that matter, additional features, balance changes, you name it. Mm -hmm. That is the type of work that we do. And when we work with Hasbro, we want to make sure that whatever we're adding on to the game makes sense within that time frame. So another example of that is New York Comic Con last year when we first introduced Megazords. Again, you you (laughs) take a a big feature like that and you introduce it in a really big event such as New York Comic Con, chances are a lot of people are going to listen to you, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. so that's just an idea of how we work hand in hand when we decide, okay, who comes out when. Speaking of who comes out when, what a great sneaky way that you guys did to like introduce Rangers that would be in the 25th anniversary episode. Talk about timing. Just to have all those different Rangers, like RPM Silver and mm-hmm. Wes from Time Force. Mm-hmm. Just a great addition to the game yeah. in, in a timely manner. And you know what? I'm glad you guys were able to notice that. The trend, it started with, I believe, was it Turbo? Turbo Pink? Yeah, Pink Turbo. Yeah. Yeah. So it started there. And if you think about it, if you keep going like a couple weeks, a couple weeks, you see all these characters like, wait a minute, what's the pattern here? 
and you look at the 25th anniversary <laughs> episode, like, oh, that kind of makes sense. I know yeah. some people spotted that. And for those of you listeners that did spot that, hey, credit to you guys for actually being able to figure that out. Right. Yeah, that was one of the strategies that we had. We wanted to tie it in with the 25th anniversary. Very cool. Yeah. So earlier you talked about conventions and dealing a lot with the community. Your title is community development and social media strategist. So maybe tell us a little bit about your position at NOA and how your job connects with the players. It's interesting. Uh, I get to see everything from Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. I even check out Reddit. I'm also so at Discord, I'm all over the place, actually. And <laughs> it, it, it can get tiresome at times. But you know what? I'm in there because I love seeing what people have to say about whenever we release a character or whenever they feel like their favorite character needs a buff or a nerf or a specific feature that should be added or anything like that. Mm -hmm. So that's mainly what I do is like I promote all of those posts that you see on social media. That's me, by the way, guys. <laughs> um, a lot of those captions that's me so I have to think about all that stuff sometimes it gets a little tricky but I, I like trying to keep it creative and really try to quote some of the things that happen in the series for folks that see all my tweets and all that stuff. But yeah, sometimes I do a good job on it and sometimes I just suck at it, <laughs> to be honest. But I try to do my best to really quote all the things that happen within the series. And I think mm -hmm. by doing that, it just makes it much more genuine. And it makes it much more easier for the Power Rangers community to actually engage with. So that's me as a whole. But aside from that, additionally, what I also do is that I work hand in hand with a lot of teams here to mm -hmm. kind of talk about the future of the game. What does it look like from a marketing standpoint? How should we promote what? And kind of like what we were mentioning before with events, what do events look like for NOA as well? So right. that pretty much covers both online and offline events. So the mm -hmm. online events are the in-game events that you see in the game, right? So you see the missions, you see the challenges, those are the in-game. And then the offline ones are the ones that we do, which are the conventions, right? Your, your New York Comic Con, your San Diego Comic Con, your Power Morphic Con. That's pretty much what I do as a community developer and a social media person. It's a lot on my plate. It keeps me busy. And not only that, an extra thing that I also work with is I work with YouTubers, I work with content creators, mm -hmm. and really try to figure out what do we need for Legacy Wars? What's missing? Do we need streamers? Do we need folks that are making blogs? Or in this case, podcasts, right? And where yeah. is Legacy Wars missing? So my job is to fill in the gap and to really try to figure out where does it make sense for Legacy Wars to exist and mm -hmm. why. Mm -hmm. And shout outs to you guys. And it's been a long time coming. And you can quote me on this, Eric. I know, I know <laughs> we've, we've been talking since the beginning of launch. And man, I have to apologize to all the people that are listening to this. And hopefully they get a good laugh out of this. So me and Eric, we've been talking since the beginning of launch. And actually just a little bit before launch. <laughs> maybe, maybe even before launch. Yeah, right? yeah. And me... For the life of me, in the year and a half that I've been with NOA, it's been a blast. It's been crazy. Mm -hmm. But seeing this company grow from a really small team, and I still feel that we're a small team, to like looking at around like closing in at like 60, 70 folks already, oh, yeah. it's a privilege. And, it, and it's something that you don't see often. And mm -hmm. because you see growth, you see success, right? 
and where you see success, you see so much more potential with the mm -hmm. game and with the company that you're in. So at that time, I was super busy. Um, <laughs> Understandably, you know, launching a big game. Oh my God. To be fair, it was me and my other manager, but she was so busy in, in her realm. I was busy in my realm. I was like, oh man, when is this going to end? I don't think it's going to end. <laughs> and, and, to me, and you know what? It's a good problem to have. Oh, yeah. Right? It's like, yeah. oh, man, we're, we were so busy. Like, we couldn't even find time for ourselves. Our world revolved around Power Rangers. It was crazy. <laughs> and at that time, a lot of us were new to the franchise. Mm -hmm. And don't get me wrong. I followed MMPR. I followed SPD before I even hopped on with Enway. So I had an nice. idea in a sense of like what was happening. And same thing up until Time Force. I love Time Force. So I followed all that. But it just so happened that I didn't know more beyond that, right? So, sure. so coming into this role, it was so important to understand and learn as much as I can with all the other series that I wasn't familiar with. Mm -hmm. That's what I did throughout the entire time that I've been here at Enway. I've been studying as much as I can and getting to learn what each series is all about and why we were releasing what character at what specific time. Right. Mm -hmm. So that was a crazy ride that I've had. Mm -hmm. And now fast forwarding, here we are now where, <laughs> where the game has gotten millions of downloads. Mm -hmm. We have so many players that are playing it and an extremely passionate community that is so demanding <laughs> that <laughs> sometimes we don't even know what to do with ourselves. We're like, oh man, people say Ranger Slayer is this, but you got other people who are like, Oh man, she's pretty crazy, right? Yeah. She's an interesting character. Things like that, that I deal with on a daily basis. It's a humbling experience to be able to work with the Power Rangers community. And even those people that don't even play the game that offer their remark and their feedback and say, wow, this game is interesting. Or for people that for the first time, they get to touch the game. They're like, wow, I didn't know this game existed. Is this a console game? I still get that <laughs> all the time. It's like, no, this is mobile. Right, it's mobile. It's like it's interesting. So that's where we are now with Legacy Wars, mm -hmm. and where Legacy Wars is coming in the next few months. Oh man, there is so much more I want to share. But I think what I'm gonna do <laughs> is, and a lot of people are gonna hate me for this. We're gonna tease it out in different episodes. How about that? Okay, that <laughs> sounds right. good. We'll make it interesting. So I just want to thank you, Chris, because actually we can announce this now. We're actually partnering up with Enway to do segments for Power Rangers Legacy Wars. And we really want to give our listeners that kind of behind the scenes feel for some of the development of these characters to have different people from Enway on all aspects of production. I hope we can get to that point because I always love behind the scenes stuff, no matter if it's a TV show or a game. And when we do interviews like this, it's something that all of our listeners really dig into. Yeah. So, Chris, I just wanted to thank you for giving us this opportunity to partner up with Enway. Oh, no, no. Your pleasure is all mine as well as the team, you know. And like I said before, we were always looking for ways to try to expand our identity Mm -hmm. And what better way to do that to not only through the live streams, but also find an existing podcast that has a crazy amount of people that already listen to it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Ranger Command Power Hour, I've heard of you guys already before, and, and, and I always wanted to work with you guys. And I am super excited, as well as the team, to finally get this up and running. So we're going to have a ton of content that's coming up. Hopefully, mm -hmm. fingers crossed, within the next few episodes that you guys are going to be hosting. And what better way to tease out 
information, but to also do it through the podcast itself. Yeah, it's going to be really awesome. Yep. Which really leads me into <laughs> what I'm most excited for, <laughs> which is Shadow Ranger. Finally, finally Shadow Ranger. So this this episode comes out on, on the 22nd. So by the time people are listening to this, he has just been released. So Chris, give us the deets on uh, Shadow Ranger. Oh man, Shadow Ranger is this character. And like unique characters that we've created for Legacy Wars, this was a tough one. So, mm. And the, re- the reason behind that is we wanted to make sure, because like, hey, wow, so we had this opportunity to create a character that we know that Power Rangers fans ultimately love. This character was super popular. You got to make sure that one, while you're creating the character, the 3D model looks good, right? So that's right. the first mm-hmm. step. You, know, you, you go through the 3D model process. Like, All right, so we got our 3D person. They're working away. Okay, okay so this is Shadow Ranger. This is what he looks like. How do I, as a 3D modeler, envision mm-hmm. Shadow Ranger being added to the game? Okay, well... There's a few things. Okay, in his armor, you see the little police badge. We got to put that over there. Okay, great. Mm-hmm. Check. There's that little thing on the left side of his chest that says 100, yes. right? That thing has to be on there. Authenticated. Check. And then there's the move sets. Oh man. When oh. you guys see the move set on this, <laughs> everyone is going to go berserk because everything that we do and for those of you listeners that don't know yet or for those folks that already know Right. I'm just going to reiterate this, that every single move and every single move set name that we add into Power Ranger Mm -hmm. Legacy Wars is referenced directly to the series itself that we get the characters from. And Mm -hmm. it's true because for a lot of you guys that play it already, you will notice that. And we do the best we can to try to mirror the experience from the series mm-hmm. to the mm-hmm. to the game itself. So that's where the challenge lies. Like, how do we take the Shadow Ranger that everybody knows within right. the series, in the SPD series, and add him to the game? So we finished 3D modeling. We finished talking about movesets. And now we have to talk about, okay, what are the moves supposed to be looking like? What are we going to even work on? Okay, well, we've seen Doggy Kruger do a few interesting moves out there and Mm. (laughs) and we know about the shadow saber yes Mm -hmm. we're going to be doing a lot of things with the shadow saber all right oh i'm so excited you can already already guess which moves there are yep just to add to that yeah one of the things that impressed me the most when cat ranger was released she was only seen in one episode and you guys pulled out all of her moves from that one episode and replicated them perfectly. And I was like, man, these guys did their homework. She was only in one episode and they were able to completely build out a move set for her. Oh yeah. That was pretty interesting. Cause we were talking to our combat designer too. And he's all like, man, Chris, is, is there any other episodes I can reference off of? <laughs> and I'm like, uh, I don't think so. This is it. You're like, oh, okay. Uh, all right. Yeah, I can, I can work with that. Great. So we did basically that. And they're like, mm-hmm. and it worked out. It worked out fairly well. But talking about Shadow Ranger, going back to that. Sure. So Shadow Ranger, by the time you guys have already listened to this, this is going to be old news. But Shadow Ranger will be a legendary character. Mm-hmm. And he will be classed under the balance class. 
So he will be balanced. Oh. So he's not going to be an attacker. Neither will he be a defender, but he'll be balanced. Oh. And Which kind of works in the show, too. Absolutely, he's, absolutely. Ah. And now, <laughs> talking about the moveset. All right, so the primary moveset that Shadow is going to have, it's called Justice Combo. And so, so this combo is going to be based off of some of the fight scenes that happen. And I'll give you an example. The 100 Crybot battle, for those of you guys remember that. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, we took some stuff over there. And we made the combo out of that. So we made that oh. the just the justice combo. The next move that we have here, which is going to be a strike, is going to be called Shadow Slice. So Shadow Slice <laughs> is a quick move that goes from, and I believe the range behind Shadow Slice is going to be, he's slicing from a sweeping distance, a little bit longer than that. But you can see literally like his shadow traveling from one side to the next. Pretty crazy. Oh, man. Uh, I can't wait till you guys see the moveset video. It's going to be amazing. The next thing we have here is the Shadow Saber. So this move right here is iconic. It's epic. Why? Because it's taken directly from one of the final moves that Shadow Ranger does. And you see the police badge behind him. I kid you not. The police with badge. like the flames behind him and stuff. Yep, it comes oh my up. God. Oh my gosh! And he dashes from one side of the screen to next and just demolishes his oh. opponent. It's crazy. And then here, here's a unique move right here. It's called confinement. Oh my god! So, so in confinement, do you guys remember when the parts of whenever they had Shadow Ranger up there, where he pulls out his badge? Yep. Yeah, okay. I don't even have to say anything. He goes into guilty. Yeah, so he pulls that out, right? And on the sweeping distance, you use confinement. This move is a blue, so it's a counter move. So this move called confinement will trap the character in a box, in a blue imaginary box, and they stay there for, I believe, seven seconds, and they can't move at all. Oh my gosh. It's a special move that we added just for this character. They cannot move, and they can move around the box, but anything that you do with Shadow Ranger, you can pretty much punish your character from afar. It's pretty crazy. Oh my gosh. So picture this with the right characters Mm -hmm. or assists in hand. You can inflict a lot of damage with Shadow Ranger, especially with that move. So anyone listening to this, I'll probably have already purchased it and (laughs) unlocked him to the fullest extent. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my God. Like Shadow Ranger was so much fun for the team to create because there was so much that we can reference off of. Uh, in the show and everything that we can think of like okay what does he do and how does he do it and how often does he do it right so that's what we did Mm -hmm. we took every single move that he did there and we were like okay he does this a lot he does that a lot hey you know what let's add that that looks really fun Mm. and they're like okay how does he look like now oh he's beautiful he's amazing I can't wait. I've been waiting I, ever since the game came out. I'm like, all right, when are they going to add Shadow Ranger? <laughs> we oh, we yeah. all we all have our sort of signature Rangers on this show. Oh, so like Eric, right? Eric yeah. is like Shadow Ranger. I'm Lightspeed Yellow, and then Zach would be like Mighty Morphin Blue. So those are like the Rangers that represent us. So Eric has been like super excited ever since this was announced. 
he's gone like <laughs> nuts. <laughs> so. Just describing the move set, I'm like already picturing it in my mind because you know we're recording this on on the 17th, and I'm sure you guys have a whole week of hey he's coming out announcements yeah. planned. So I cannot wait for that video. <laughs> I, I mean, by the time this is out there. I'm probably like eye deep into this game, uh, killing it with, with Shadow Ranger. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like again, with the 25th anniversary that had and, and all the characters that we've announced now more than ever, we're spending a lot of time doing our research. And I think that with Shadow Ranger here, especially even with Ranger Slayer for that matter. I mean, you guys saw her in action. T- tell me what oh, she yeah. feels like. Oh man. She's amazing. Yeah. Her moveset is incredible and yeah I, I must think that it's quite a challenge because she's from the comic book so it's hard to picture something like that in motion so mm-hmm. i gotta give it up to you guys at Enway for mm-hmm. being able to take something that's 2d and fully realizing it as 3d when i see her on that load screen and she like does that neck crack move it's little details like that that really <laughs> put mm-hmm. it over the top yeah, that's we funny. Were... That's funny. You guys mentioned that because, like, when we were creating Ranger Slayer, and you're right, Eric. How in the hell are we supposed <laughs> to like <laughs> de- determine what she looks like in 3D? I mean, mm-hmm. What does that move look like, right? So our design team, our creative team, had to use their imaginations. Like, okay, yeah, she does this in, in the comics. Okay, so she would fall like this. She would move like that. All right, we think we got it right. But before we even feel that this character mm-hmm. looks or feels good, what we ended up doing to itself was that we had a, a bunch of play tests here and there. And some of the things, it is interestingly enough, when we showed off Ranger Slayer to one of our guys from Boom, specifically Ryan Parrott. Oh, yeah. And everybody knows who Ryan is. Does an amazing job with GoGo Power Rangers. And we follow that really closely. We showed it to him the first time. And we're like, oh, so you guys are the guys from Android? He's like, yes. So me and our product lead, (laughs) we went to his booth and was like, oh, man, you guys created this game? I was like, yeah. I heard you guys are releasing Ranger Slayer. It got announced today. What the hell? (laughs) Right? (laughs) (laughs) If you remember... When we did the Ranger Slayer announcement, yeah. uh, it was day one Morphicon. Yeah, everybody, uh, everybody's oh. minds were like blown by that time already. And when we we talked to Ryan about it, he was like, "Oh wow, do you guys have a demo that I can see?" So by chance we did. We showed it off to him, and he's like, "How in the hell did you guys even <laughs> think about all this stuff?" And we asked him, "It's like, oh crap, did we do a bad job here?" Yeah, right. We were worried. We were worried. It was like, oh, man, if the guy who, who envisioned it in the comics and did all of this <laughs> felt like this, do we do a bad job? And then he comes to us and he's like, at first he was like, he had that tone. He's like, how in the hell did you guys do this? And then we we're like, oh, I don't know. Uh, did we do a good job? And then he was like, right, you guys did. This is crazy. You know? wow, that's awesome. It was intense. He had that moment where he just mm-hmm. kept playing. He, he played the game for a few minutes and he, he was testing out Ranger Slayer. He was like, my God. This is such an honor to see my character come to life in a video game. Yeah. That is so cool. What do you say, right? Right. You meet a developer that creates a game, happens to be crazy Power Ranger connection here, where we work closely with the IP holders. We continue to add new characters left and right. And by chance, we take one of the characters from that artist and we bring it to life. It's interesting. And and it was a moment. We had that moment there 
where I felt like he was going to cry or something. But, <laughs> but it was interesting for us. It was very humbling to see the artist himself really critique us and, and share with us his thoughts, his, his feedback, and say so much about the characters. Like, wow, mm-hmm. everything that you guys did here, the animation and everything that I've done in the comics, it makes sense. I was like, wow, thank you. We're expecting, oh man, why didn't you do this? Why didn't you do that? But instead, it's like, whoa, you guys are paying attention. So that was that moment with Ranger Slayer. Oh, man. And now we still have more coming out. Hyperforce Yellow Ranger, Jack D. Thomas. Can you tell a little bit about what's going on with him? Oh, man. Hyperforce Yellow, Jack Thomas. Okay, so this guy, we're going to see him in the beginning of October. And, and hopefully, fingers crossed, it's still that way. We're hoping anywhere between the first couple weeks mm-hmm. that we do get him released. The reason why I don't have a date yet is because he's still under development. But at this point in time, he's in a really good place. And what I mean by that is that we've gone through an extensive amount of quality assurance testing. Mm -hmm. And for those of you guys that don't know video games, you have to go through a QA process. Mm -hmm. And when we do this stuff, right, when we do this stuff, we want to make sure that the character feels good before it even goes to the live servers. We want to make sure that any single possible bug that may exist within that character playing against all the other characters in our game is fluid and it makes sense and it doesn't look weird, right? Mm -hmm. Those are the things that we check here on a daily basis before we even launch the character itself. We listen to the community, Mm -hmm. we look at it and we say, okay, how do we reproduce the bug right Mm. because if it indeed is a bug then it has to be reproduced and if you can reproduce it that means we can see where the root of the problem lies sure Mm -hmm. and overall that is our goal find the bug reproduce it and fix the bug and how we fix it is by creating a patch whether it's a mini patch a big Mm -hmm. patch or what have you and then we address it we talk about it with the community through the live stream through a future patch release, which we put in at playlegacywars.com. And we tell people, it's like, hey, update, blah, 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 covers these bugs. Feel free to check it out yourself. Mm-hmm. And when people look at it, they're like, wow, you spotted it. That's great. <laughs> so that's the whole process in really trying to figure out and making sure that before we even release Hyperforce Yellow, that he feels good, mm-hmm. that everything that is referenced through Hyperforce itself for those folks that have followed the D&D series at the Hyper RPG channel will come to realize that, again, whatever Jack Thomas's character was like as played by Polly Schreier is how we want to try to envision it. Now, mm-hmm. it makes it much more interesting. Why? Because it's a D&D. And second of all, there's not really a lot of animation when it comes through any type of like character drawings, illustrations, or what mm-hmm. have you. So this character proves a lot of challenges for mm-hmm. the team. But we mm-hmm. feel that with the right direction in mind and with Hasbro by our side, we should be able to create this character so that people would be able to envision it the same way they did when they followed the Hyperforce Rangers in the Hyper RPG series. So that is our whole goal so that by the time he releases, people would come to realize that the movesets that we add into Jack Thomas's character would make sense. One of the things that was brought up at Power Morphicon about Hyperforce Yellow, what challenges were presented because Jack is a bigger dude physically? Mm-hmm. 
So mm-hmm. how does that work with the modeling and all that stuff? Mm-hmm. So we looked at different aspects, right? And we looked at, okay, who are the more hefty, bigger characters that we have in our game? Okay, mm-hmm. so we looked at, uh, okay, there's Goldar, there's Beetle Revolto. There were those characters that we kind of looked at. It was like, okay. And then there, the represented moves based off of how Jack was played by Polly Schreier mm-hmm. when he, he did the dice rolls, right? And, and he said, hey, I'm going to do this to do that right. at this point in time. So we looked at all those aspects. It's like, okay, so and how would we envision that with his character? It was like, okay, talking with Hasbro, got a little bit of a sense of what his character should look like. Okay, maybe he should be tanky. Okay, good. It's a little bit hefty. He's got this tanky-looking character approach. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Let's make that happen. We're going to continue floating the idea back to Hasbro, to us, and then make sure and see that by the time the character releases, not only does he look good, he plays well. Mm-hmm. And everything that he does within his moveset makes sense. These are the types of challenges that opens up their imagination oh, and, yeah. and, and their creativity and, and really figure out, okay, what is this character like? How should the move look like? What is the animation look from start to finish? Mm-hmm. And better yet, what is the finished product supposed to be like? Right. So all of that, we incorporate that entire process. And by the end of the whole character creation, we come up with something unique, something interesting, and something that, fingers crossed, that we hope that the Power Rangers community would come to love and enjoy. That's awesome. Yeah, it's really awesome. You said how you like to sort of portray how they're in the show when you consider how you do the movesets and so forth. Mm-hmm. How do you approach the winning and losing animations in the oh. game? Because some of those are like, some of those are really interesting. So yeah. I was just like wondering how you guys like go about oh, okay. deciding on okay. those. I laugh when Wes's from Time Force, his lose is like a timeout. That is just so punny to me. I, the first time I saw that, I was like dying. I instantly got it. I'm like, oh my God, he just did a timeout. How appropriate is that? That's just hilarious. Right, right. So I think it's the most fun part of creating the character, surprisingly <laughs> enough, because here's where we can actually use a lot more of our imagination and say, okay, what would capture people's attention? Will people actually see this? Or will they just be like, WTF, what is going on? Where did they get that that from? And honestly, AP, the answer to this is there is no right or wrong answer, honestly. What we do is that we think of funny ways to kind of see, okay, well, what would resonate with the audience? And even what would be something that that character can potentially be referenced off of. Maybe if it was a a series, maybe they did something funny or what have you. So we look at different ways in which we can incorporate that stuff. But some of the other ones, like the West Collins one that you mentioned over there, Eric, (laughs) we have to be really unique. And in this case, funny, right? So we, we look at different aspects like that. And it's a way for us to kind of add some personality, some flavor into the character and surprise our players with it. <laughs> I wish I could answer that better, AP. Oh, no. There is no right or wrong answer. No. literally what we look at. So I was just going to say, some of them are really spot on to the characters' personalities, and then the other ones are just, like, incredibly amusing. Either way, like, every animation is great. The things that you guys put in there. And yep. it's super random, right? Some of that stuff. Yeah. Like, Where did you get this <laughs> Right? And, and my answer to that is, like, um, I don't know. We just had to 
visualize something, whether it was something comedic or something that we felt that would resonate well with the audience somehow. So <laughs> again, a lot of back and forth discussions with that, the, the winning and the losing poses. It's interesting how they come up with that stuff. But we're going to continue to look at that and try to encapsulate that character's personality and perhaps put a little twist in it. So that's our thinking with that. I love everything you guys have decided on so far. So I can't wait to see what's next. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Oh, You'll get to see Shadow Rangers. That's going to be interesting. Oh my God. <laughs> it's like, do I want to lose the first time just to see what that's about? <laughs> right. But that's another interesting thing because in, in one of the previous updates, you added the taunts feature. And that's just one more way to inject the personality of the character into the game. Oh, yeah, yeah. So with taunts, it felt a little one-sided. We're like, wait a minute. Is that all that we can bring to life with this character? We felt like we can add more flavor mm -hmm. to each character. And what better way to do that but to add different taunts? I'll give you an example. With Draken, all he was doing was just raising his arm. He was like, oh, I am the almighty Lord Draken. And for us, it's like, wait a minute. So Tommy Oliver, he has this evil laugh. Yes. Right? And you're like, what if we did something like that? But if you notice his second time, he's turning his back. So things like that. It was just another way, an additional vanity item that we felt that we can add some flavor into the mix and really bring some life to the character itself. Nice. What was up with the tiny Megazord one day thing? Because that was hilarious. <laughs> All right, so we work with our product team here, and we asked them, okay, well, with 25 years that we're celebrating with Power Rangers, what are the more unique ways in which we could perhaps provide our community an interesting and different types of experiences mm -hmm. within the game? Well, one of them, they're like, hey, let's do something comedic. I was like, yeah? What are you thinking? I was like, let's do mini <laughs> Megazord. How? Why? Let's do it in the juice bar. Okay. <laughs> and when we were playing around with the ideas, like, how are we going to fit that thing in there? We're just going to shrink them. Really? Okay. <laughs> so we played around with that idea. And better yet, we're like, how long are we going to do this? Just for a day. Okay, no problem. Let's do it. <laughs> because people will call you out on that. I was like, wait a minute. How can a Zord fit inside a building? Doesn't make any sense. It was hilarious because when I fired up the game, it was in the middle of the week. And I was like, wait a minute. They have a Megazord event going on right now. And so I didn't notice that there was a message that popped up. So I was like, oh, a new Megazord event. I'll go into it. And then I thought my game was glitching because I was like, wait, why am I in the juice bar? What the heck is going on? <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah and what i do here is like especially with the 25th anniversary and all that stuff like i challenge the team to really open their minds and, and say guys this only happens once let's give some lasting impressions to our community and for folks that follow power rangers and really show them that this is how we're going to celebrate 25 years of power rangers we want to do different things and the smallest things like that even though it's comedic it's hilarious it's not something that you'd ever imagine will ever happen. I challenged the team to have fun with the product. And, and as mm -hmm. long as it's something that you know everybody agrees with, then yes, we, we will do that stuff. The biggest takeaway that I always think to myself is like, how can Enway be able to continue to reach out mm -hmm. to fans who've yet to understand what the game is or, or even discover what the game is all about? Right? And what are the ways we can show people that we're human and that 
we have fun when we create this game and we continue to do that because if we right. didn't, we would not be in the position where we are right now. And then we've got one more thing on the docket here. Let's talk a little bit about what was debuted at San Diego Comic-Con with the tease video for Ryu Ranger from Bad in the Absolutely. Sun. Absolutely. So really blessed excited for us to even work with bat in the sun so shout outs to those guys those guys do an amazing job with every single video that create whether it's power rangers related or not for those listeners that don't know who bat in the sun is they are their own production company that pretty much creates all these different character matchups too and they make it so good and it's interesting and it's so fun to watch you guys should check it out. But the first iteration for Bat in the Sun, for those of you guys who didn't get to watch it, just to give you guys some context of what it was all about. So you had both Ryu and Chun-Li travel into this random world, right, where they have no idea what is going on. And then all of a sudden, Jason David Frank, a.k.a. <laughs> Tommy Oliver, pops out of nowhere, right? <laughs> and then they start fighting each other. I was like, wait a minute. I'm not the enemy. It was like, well, who is? It's M. Bison. So the whole premise behind this is to legitimize the fact that we added Street Fighter to begin with, mm -hmm. with the Street Fighter integration that we had, mm -hmm. first of all, with the game. So that was really awesome. And then as the story plays along, you come to realize that like, okay, so they have this fight team, boom. And then who comes out of nowhere? You have Sierra Hannah. Pop out and I was like, "Wait, what the hell is she doing here?" Right? <laughs> so, we, so we had to we had to put her in the mix. Everybody loves Super Mega Force. She's great, you know. Super Mega Force Yellow is awesome. So we put her in there, and then we just ended it off with, "How can we make it so that the Ryu Ranger character that we announced at San Diego Comic Con would come to life? How do we legitimize that? How do we authenticate that presence? And what better way to do it by introducing?" him to morph for the very first time there which is mind-blowing right when, oh yeah when tommy oliver gives ryu the coin mm -hmm. for him to morph i was like wait a minute how is that even possible right so that was a quick tease of part one of bat in the sun now a lot of people are asking chris when is the second <laughs> version coming out well i will <laughs> tell you that we are very close and they are i think they're pretty much I think they're almost done wrapping up shooting, production, and maybe just doing some editing now. And with this video, what it will show everybody is how it all came to be, right? I can't talk too much about it now because Bat in the Sun is going to kill me, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be like, Chris, this wasn't part of the deal, man. Part of it is that you had to tease it with our video. It's an exclusive. <laughs> of course it is, right? Ah, exclusives. I would talk about it more, but the fact of the matter is it will be releasing sometime this fall. It is very close. Nice. And what I'm allowed to say here on this podcast or anywhere else for that matter <laughs> is that it will give reason to how everything has happened, to everything that's transpired from that first clip mm -hmm. to where it is now. Think about it. Coin. How? What? And then if you put it all together, that's all I can tell you, uh, right? But here's the thing. that If you know your Power Rangers well and you put all that together, it's like, how else can you get a coin? That's all I can tell you. Uh, how uh, else can you get a coin? That's all I am allowed to say, right? And I will, yeah. I'll let the Power Rangers community <laughs> figure that out. I'm picking up what you're throwing down. Exactly. I like it. Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> 
But yeah, I'm super excited about this upcoming video and everything that it comes to present because it's going to bring reason mm -hmm. and it's going to bring every single question that everybody had is like, how is this possible, mm. right? And what is the plot line like? What's going to happen? I would love to share it on this. But like I said, they're going to kill okay. me, right? <laughs> <laughs> Like this, you know, it's all bat in the sun stuff. And I'd rather that everybody gets surprised yeah. and shocked with them watching and getting their first take on what that video lies versus me saying something now and be like, oh, that's it, Chris? <laughs> oh, great. Oh, Chris, that's crazy. You talked about it now and everything that you said came to life. How is that possible? Well, it's because maybe I work closely with these guys. All right. <laughs> well, Chris, this has been awesome. And yeah. it's just the first of uh, many interactions to come for our listeners. So once again, thank you for the opportunity to partner with Enway. And we're very excited for what's coming up in the future for Legacy Wars. Oh, yeah. Pleasure's all mine, guys. And things like this, it comes natural for a lot of people that, that feel like, like, man, Chris, you talk a lot. Man. I was like, well, maybe because... Because I'm in a position where I kind of have to be, right? I have to be able to entertain people. And I also have to know what I'm talking about at the same time. It gets kind of interesting and weird. But people in that position, you take a little public speaking here and now and then. And then the chances are you know what you're talking about. And you hope that the person knows what they're talking about. And then you put all that together. And then you go through segments like this. And voila. And here it is. And here it is, right? I mean, that's all I can tell you guys. But yeah, no, it's been a pleasure, guys. I want to be able to do more of this stuff and hopefully mm -hmm. more entertaining, not only for myself, but for all the other guests that I want to be able to bring on board with this type of podcast. So thank you guys for having me as a guest. And surely you will hear more from different folks with different aspects that they will be presenting in this type of podcast. So stay tuned. Awesome. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, Chris. Thanks, guys. Ranger Nation, let us know what you think. Have questions? Email us at rangercommandpowerhour at gmail.com or check us out at rangercommand.com. If you're on Twitter, we're at rangercommandph. On Instagram and Facebook, we are at rangercommandpowerhour, all one word. Once again, thank you so much to Chris from Enway for joining us on the show. We are very excited for this partnership and to give our listeners more of a behind the scenes for the Legacy Wars game. So lots of exciting stuff coming up. Hope you guys keep on listening. Yeah, stay tuned. <laughs> all right, we'll catch you later, everyone. See ya. Bye. You've been listening to the Ranger Command Power Hour, only on the Four-Eyed Radio Network. You can catch a new episode every other Saturday. Find us on the Morphing Grid at www.rangercommand.com. Follow us on Twitter at rangercommandph and like us on facebook.com slash rangercommandpowerhour. This is Trucky B47 from the Ranger Command Power Hour, and you are listening to the Four Eyed Radio Network. Ranger Command is now on Patreon. Become a patron by pledging as much or as little as you like every month and receive cool perks. By pledging, you are helping us make our show even better. Go to patreon.com slash rangercommandph to learn more. Thanks. <laughs>